Today, I wanted to give you some talking points, some material for you to talk to your family about when you go see them for Christmas on this whole election thing. Because this isn't going to be your typical political discussion, but it is, hey, can we trust our government anymore? Hey, can we live in this society anymore? Hey, is there a coup that happened to overthrow our country? And what I've found with people in general is the simpler, straightforward reasons, answers, arguments that you can give them, the more believable it will be. And I think some things happened this weekend that broke. No, I'm not talking about Sidney Powell leaving the White House at 9 p.m. Sunday, although that's exciting. But I think there's some like great points made. I'm trying to fix my hair for those of you on YouTube while I do this. Uh, great points that are made that I think are straightforward winners. In fact, there's probably the most convincing argument that is so comprehensible that I think is going to do um, a great service to convincing people that there was election fraud. I'm going to share that with you and some other great stuff. And also I want to talk to you about something uh, that Patrick Bryan from Overstock, he was sharing on Twitter this weekend. And this answers the question for you guys who've said, why hasn't Trump just done more? Why hasn't Trump got rid of all of these traitors if they're traitors? Why hasn't Trump gotten rid of all these people that have been problems in their White House? And there's some great insight into that. He was at the White House in a meeting and he just shared some of his thoughts. So we're going to talk about that today. We're oh, I'm, I got to say first what the show is before I say what we're a part of. This is How to Build a Tent. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show. For all of those who subscribe to the FLF Network, I just sent out a whole shipment full of mugs like the ones behind me. Thank you for everyone who is continuing to support our network as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. If you want to get one of those mugs and support us, be part of what the Lord is doing, go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HGBT in the memo field, you'll get a sweet mug like that, tons of other benefits, and there's so much stuff behind the paywall that you get exclusive content. But most of all, you're ensuring that you hear voices like us, a Christian conservative perspective where we are proclaiming the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. Let me tell you, I just saw uh, somewhere, I forgot where it was, but they were talking about how China realized and is realizing that the strength of a America and why we were so great was Christianity. And they were talking about it in the context of a threat in their country because of how fast Christianity is growing. And that too is why it's important to have networks like this because how many people do you hear about in the public square calling for repentance to Christ? Not many. And so that's why these voices on this network are so important. It's because we are speaking the truth and we also have the solutions at work. It is not going to be enough just to have politicians that agree with us, but we need men that fear God. We need people that are going to submit to Christ. And those are the people that do the right thing. Those are the people that can turn down bribes. Those are the people that won't let power get to their heads. So uh, just some things to consider while you consider supporting us at the FLF Network. All right, I want to start sharing some things. And again, I just want to give you some tidbits of what you can take to your family and friends as you share, because we're going to be, and I hope you guys have been prepared. I hope you guys listen to me or you have a month of food, water, medicine. You guys are prepared. You have a strategy. You have a meeting point. All those good things, because next couple of weeks, from everything I'm hearing from all of my sources, um, something could be substantial happening. So I just hope that you guys are prepared. But as you were talking about this with your family, these are some things that you can share with about the election specifically. And I think this is 
This is a straightforward, everyone can understand argument. And you can go over to his uh, Twitter account. It's Bill Binney. And he has his whole Twitter thread. This is number 39 on there. But I thought this was so great. And you can see he's quoting two different sources, worldpopulationreview.com backslash rankings. And again, if you guys are on podcasts and you want to see this, you can go over. Uh, you can either watch this on YouTube or you can go over to Bill Binney, Bill underscore Binney, B-I-N-N-E-Y. And this is number 39 on one of his threads that he had. He also is quoting the Washington Post. The 2020 turnout is the highest in over a century. And this is the straightforward math that he gets. And this is going to be so straightforward that even you guys listening, you don't even have to see the numbers to get. And usually I love visuals when we're talking about numbers because you can lose numbers so much. And this is what he says. With 212 million registered voters, 66.2 voted. 140.344 million voted. So 140 plus some million people voted. Now, if Trump got 94 million votes, okay, I mean, so 74 million votes. If Trump got 74 million votes, that leaves only 66.34 million for Biden. That is, he's taking the 66% of the 212 million registered voters, which means 140 million voted. And Trump got 74 million of those. So you take 140 million 0.344 minus 74 million, that leaves only 66 million for Biden. These numbers don't add up, he says. Lies and more lies. And Biden was supposed to get 80 million votes. But how is that possible when only 140 million people voted out of the 212 million registered voters? This is the kill shot for me that I think is the most compelling not because it is the most damning or the most um, clear evidence but it's the simplest to understand we can do basic math any individual can do basic math and if you are seeing numbers put out by the washington post that says 140 million people voted and the totals for trump and biden don't add up then you know something is wrong. I think, what did they say? He got 80 million votes. So how is there 154 million, right? Uh, how is there 154 million votes when only 104 million voted that were registered? How, where's that other 14 million? And so when you are talking with your family, you don't have to go any further than this. This is the only thing you need to persuade your friends, family, whoever you talk to, that something in this election didn't go right and it needs to be fixed. Now, you don't have to say it's fraud. You don't have to say it was corruption. You don't have to talk about Dominion software. You don't have to talk about the videos in Atlanta or how people just stopped counting. But this all by itself is evidence that something is wrong. And no one can argue with this. If somebody thinks that after you add up Joe Biden's votes and Trump's votes in total gets more than the percentage they're saying voted, then there's nothing you can do. 
it's the, then you're not having a legitimate argument with them that you're not having somebody that's willing to discuss in good faith. And there's nothing you can do about those people. But I don't think majority of people are like that. I think if you confronted them with this one data point, they would have to admit that something is wrong. And we need this to happen, guys. We need you to be talking with your friends and family. It doesn't have to be like an accusation, accusatory thing. But hey, I, did you hear about this? I couldn't believe it. They said 140 million people voted. But when I do the simple math of adding how many people voted for Trump and how many people voted for Biden, it's 15 or 14 million more people than what they said voted. There's something wrong there. We should probably look this. We should probably look into this. Don't you agree? And just let this dead silence hear. <laughs> let you let them hear the dead silence. And let me tell you why this is important for you to bring up and talk to people about. Because a lot of people do not know there's something wrong. Because the media has blacked it out. The media has gaslighted us. The media has called us conspiracy theorists. Not because we have conspiracy theories, but because we're skeptical about things like this and because we can add. <laughs> and most people don't know. I, the, I think the, for, or the Rasmussen vote, or not the vote, the Rasmussen poll said 47% of people are convinced that there was fraud. And that's without the media and without social media not censoring. I mean, the social media is censoring us. The, the news media is barely talking about any of this stuff. Just imagine where that number is going to go when we share things like this. Because you don't just magically get 14 million more people voting. It doesn't make sense. There's no real ex good explanation for it. All right, let's go to the next thing. This is also on my Facebook page. This is where we can go into a little more detail, but you can just talk about this. This is really interesting from, and it's a, a graph and it has on election day, November 3rd, it's showing the data points. And then the graph continues. This is, and then it says backdated Biden mail-in votes from November 4th to 7th, where they're starting to put count all the votes for Biden. And they're seeing these large jumps of votes for Biden. But then on November 7th, Four days after, four days after election day is done, Biden gets an injection at 6.31 a.m. November 7th of 54,199 votes. And you see the chart goes straight up. You go straight up in Michigan. And this is a summary he gives, and this is so great. And this is the data sources from the New York Times. Trump wins on election night. Polling locations in Detroit shut down at 2 a.m. Ballot counters told to go home. Voting station windows are covered. You can see pictures of that. We've seen videos of it, pictures of it. Dominion execs show up in Detroit polling station after midnight. Trump's election lead disappears. Biden injection appears. So... Ballot counters are told to go home. Polling locations shut down at 2 a.m. A Dominion executive shows up. And then at 6.31 a.m. in the morning, Trump or Biden magically gets 54,199 votes, getting him to the place where he can overtake Donald Trump. 
You can't argue with this. You look at this data and you see a bunch of injections along the way. But that's different about this one is the injections for the steep inclines are all for, they both happen for Trump and Biden. But this one just happens for Biden and not Trump. And it's it's significantly bigger. This is the next case. Okay, so we're going to go after the break and talk about Patrick Bryan's experience at the White House. It's very interesting. And I think this gives us a great insight of why Donald Trump has had to fire so many people, how he hasn't been able to get as much done. I mean, on top of all the other stuff that's been like impeachment and this the Russian conspiracy hoax and all that stuff. But this really gives some good insight into the bureaucracy and into the worlds of politicians. But before we need to tell you about Samaritan Ministries, how are you paying for your health care? As you're considering options, take a look at Samaritan Ministries, a community of Christians who help pay one another's medical bills without the use of insurance. A broken bone, cancer, pregnancy, medical emergency. As a Samaritan member, you have control over your health care choices. Medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries and they notify members to pray and send you money to help pay your shareable bills. Their online resources help you choose a provider, price medical procedures, and give you 24-7 access to medical professionals so you can get medical advice before you visit the doctor, saving you time and money. Healthcare sharing is biblical. Philippians 2.4 says, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interest of others. And that's what Samaritan Ministries does. It lets you help care for other families spiritually and financially while they help take care of yours. Visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent to learn more. It's affordable and you can join today. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. That's the show. That's the show. Great company. All right, let's go over to Patrick Bryant. This is so fascinating, guys. I am so thankful for him to do this. Now, I remember him talking on some interview. I forgot where it was, but he made the point to say he didn't vote for Trump either time. He's a, I think he's pretty much a libertarian. He always has voted for a third-party candidate, but he's been leading this tax, this task force on cybersecurity fraud for a couple of years now, I think since the 2018 election, maybe it was the 16th, but I'm pretty sure it's the 2018 election. And he uh, has been doing, uh, leading a team of forensic experts, basically talking. And he says this, he's retweeting this guy named Major Patriot, but I think it's a QAnon guy. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not sure, but he said he was in the military. Anyways, that's not the point of this whole thing. But he says, would love to know the, what Brian's involvement was in this D.C. meeting with Sidney Powell. And he said, my involvement is I was in the room when it happened. The raised voices, including my own, I can promise you President Trump is being terribly served by his advisors. They want him to lose and are lying to him. He is surrounded by mendacious mediocrats, mediocrats, mediocrites. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. But he's basically he's surrounded by a bunch of people that are lying to him. That's what he said. Um, let's go down. Where was it? He had more. Okay. And then he says, in addition, any suggestion if there was talk of a military coup or martial law is also a flat lie. 
100% false. I was there for four and a half hours. I heard the entire conversation. This is 100% fabrication. And then he goes on and says this. I was there for a full 4.5 hour. Oh, nope. Sorry. That's the same one. He said no intelligence was involved. There's a White House general counsel and his team. Where is the point of what he was saying? I, I totally had it. And then he calls out people. Where is it? This is a, this is all interesting stuff. I, you should go peruse his page. Uh, maybe it was down under one of these things. I think it might have been under here. Okay, here we go. So then someone asked him, I figured surely he's in control through Patrick. Can he just ignore them? And he said he's too nice talking about Trump. There were three men caught in lies right in front of his face. If I had been he, there there are three men I would have fired on the spot. General Counsel Pat Kipilone, Chipilone, C-I-P-P-O-L-O-N-E, wants him to lose and is lying to him. 100% sure. And this is the part that is interesting that I don't think a lot of people understand. Is... Washington, D.C., the executive branch, is the organization, the bureaucracy of all these different agencies and then all of the organization through all of those different agencies that he's in control of. A lot of them don't like him. And a lot of them have been there for a long time, know how the system works, know how the bureaucracies work better than him. And so when Donald Trump comes in as the outsider, he doesn't have... A lot of friends from the very beginning. And so he has to find people that he thinks he can trust, but also knows the bureaucracy and knows how to get things done. And he can't just count on GOP. As we've seen, a lot of them backstab him and betray him and are weasels and spineless. And he can't just pick people from, you know, outside because then you can never get anything done. And so we have these this council that knows the bureaucracy, that gives them advice, like Mark Meadows, and all these things that seem like good picks, but they're all part of the system. And they're lying to him. And so when you go into a new organization and you're trying, I mean, four years, think about it, a job yourself, where you're at a job, like how long before you feel competent about what you're doing? Maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, two years. But then imagine being the CEO of the biggest bureaucracies in the world. Is there anything bigger than Washington, D.C. DC bureaucracy? I doubt it. And you are the CEO. Now, maybe at four years, you feel like you're starting to get competent about it. But now just imagine that people are backstabbing you, wanting you to fail, that you're getting threats about getting kicked out. You're getting threats of being thrown in jail. All of these different things are happening at the same time. Who do you trust? How long does it take to find people that are going to or are going to backstab you? How long does it take to figure out people are going to lie to you? There's people four years into it that are his general counsel that Brian is saying is lying to him to his face and calls him out by name. That's why I don't think Patrick is lying and he has no reason to lie. He didn't vote for Trump. He's not a like he's not one of the the ever Trumpers for like the opposite of a never Trumper. He didn't vote for him. But he's, he's passionate about doing what's right for this country. He has no benefit of calling them out. And yet he, Trump has to put up with all this. So why doesn't Trump do like 
the best moves all the time? Well, people are trying to sabotage him. Why doesn't Trump, you know, do take action right now? Well, he has to make sure he's doing the right thing because people are telling him not to and other people are telling him to do it. Luckily, Patrick is there. Luckily, Sidney Powell is there. But there's people on the other side that are telling him to do other things and telling him not to attempt to try things because he might fail. And so we really are going to have to rely on him to use his instincts. His instincts have been good when he's used them for the most part. But he gets caught up into doing things. I think like COVID example, I think he followed advice that was bad advice. I honestly, I think those are the things. No way would a businessman, not not in politics, would have ever thought closing down the economy would be a good idea over something like the flu. But he got lied to. They didn't have the right information. Whatever it is. These are the things that he's had to deal with the last four years. So to, I think that's to, to his credit of how well he's been able to, to govern and the accomplishments he's been able to meet with, make with people being able to sabotage him. So that's a little inside baseball we got from Patrick. I thought it was fascinating. I hope you thought it was fascinating. This is going to be another interesting week. It's just going to get crazier. More and more stuff is going to be coming out. Be paying attention. Be listening to themes. Be listening to what happens. Like one of the things that we've been seeing lately is Smartmatic and Dominion are threatening to sue Sidney Powell, um, Lynn Wood, and then also they threatened Lou Dobbs. And so Lou Dobbs kind of did this weird retraction, not real retraction, where he had an expert on. But I guarantee you they're not going to sue them because that allows for discovery and then proof that they were telling the truth or not. And so I, I'm willing to bet anything that Dominion and Smartmatic are not going to be suing anyone anytime soon. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.